Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, <clears throat> where we invest in dividend stocks for weekly and monthly cash flow. My main goal is 1% per week. I just opened up my account to take a look at what's happening. You got those five positions. I'm going to go through them really quick. It's um, 3.30, the 29th of April, and um, the market's getting ready to close. So I got to figure out where we are and what we're going to do. All right. So remember, we got uh, five positions, BK, BP, LOW, MS, and XOM. For those who don't know, that's Bank Mellon, British Petroleum, Lowe's, Morgan Stanley, and ExxonMobil. Those are the five we've had this week. Interestingly, I've had um, Lowe's since January. Everything else is new. Isn't that weird? Anyway. Um, all right. So, first on the list is BK. It's the one-year chart. This is what she looks like for the last couple of days because we've already done this many times. Um, ooh, she opened up today at 43.47. And, oh, I hate it when the computer just decides to update when it feels like it. All right. Where was I? She opened up at uh, <clears throat> 4347 and she's sitting at 4227 at this moment in time. So we're going to carry that one into next week because remember we got this at 48. And we sold the, uh, ooh, let me open this up real quick. <clears throat> we got it at 48, 43. Oh, sorry, 48. 34. I get excited and the numbers just kind of get garbled together every once in a while. Hey, it is what it is. All right. Bank Mellon at 500 shares at 48.34. And we sold the 45.50 calls this week. And we got to keep that premium and we got to collect the dividends. So I collected three dividends and the premium. Sorry. <clears throat> three premiums and one dividend. From this one company. All right. So not only did I get the whatever percentage everybody else gets, I also get the extra three premiums that I collected while I'm waiting for the dividend. All right. That was cool. All right. British Petroleum's next. BP. Let's take a quick look at what done the last couple of days. Now, remember, she gapped down last week. And she hit that uh, that low at what was it, uh, twenty seven ninety three? Well, just so happens that today she's at twenty eight eighty two. And where am I? Let's take a look at that. Thirty one. All right. So we, we're at thirty one thirty two is what we got it for, and we sold the thirty call. So that's basically just collected that premium also. And we collected the dividends on that one too. Cool. So we got premium. Premium dividend. Awesome. Okay, Lowe's is next. Now, Lowe's has been kind of like a cash cow because I bought it the first quarter, the beginning of the first quarter, back in January. Because um, they were having, I forget when they had their their, uh, their EX date. Anyway, it was two weeks out. So I, I bought Lowe's and then I sold the premium against it and I collected a premium on the first week of January. And uh, <clears throat> second week of January, I did it again. 
the third week of January, I did it again and collected the dividend. So every week since I've had it, I've collected some sort of premium off of the lows. And we're in the, almost the end of the first month of the second quarter. And I collected dividends twice already. <clears throat> so I collected dividends twice and I collected like 14 premiums. That's pretty damn good, I think. All right, anyway. Lowe's. She opened up today. All right, let's go. Let's go take a look at the last 32 weeks. All right. She got that nice little high at uh, 210.85. What was that? Um, two weeks ago? Or last last week? Last week, 210.85. Right, today she opens up at 203. And she's sitting at uh, 198. That was the one, remember yesterday, where she was... <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> oh, I hate it when ads pop up on my computer. Hate it, hate it. Oh, lows. All right, back open. Open that trade up again. All right, yeah, we got the 95-cent premium this week. I think we also collected dividends this week on lows. I'm not sure. <clears throat> Anyway, I could do this, you know, every week, which basically what I do. So rather than just owning the stock, I own the stock, collect the dividend, and collect the premiums every week. So it comes to a little bit over 1% most of the time. I think last year I missed two weeks. <clears throat> that was it. I got 52. Um, well, I collected 1% 52 times. It's, it, it doesn't compound because I use the money for, you know, expenses and whatnot. But I, the goal is just to collect 1%. Okay, so on a $100,000 account, that's $1,000 a week. Next on the list is MS, Morgan Stanley. Now, we've seen a high in the past couple of weeks at 92.93, but today she opens up at 83.06 and she's sitting at, what is she sitting at now? 81.16. Okay, not that I'm you know, happy about that. But <clears throat> I did collect a dollar premium this week on this. And I collected the dividends on this. And I'm probably going to do it again next week. So I'm fine with it. <clears throat> Last on the list is Exxon Mobil. X-O-M. And it looks like we're having a down day on uh, mobile. Ow. <clears throat> All right, let's take a look at the last couple of weeks. <coughs> we got that high at 89.80, and that was uh, two weeks ago. And coincidentally, Monday, we had the low at 79.29. Um, <clears throat> she bounced off that. It looked like she was going to keep on going. She actually reached a high yesterday, 88.14, but today she opens up at 88.14. Wait a minute. Yeah, 88.14, that's weird. Um, yeah, she opened up at the high. Ooh, cool. The high of yesterday was 88.14. However, some strange reason, <clears throat> she's sitting at 85.03. And where we were happy with our position yesterday, I'm still happy with it today. Because we did the 82, 82 and a halfs. 
Okay, so as long as this thing stays above 82 and a half, I'm gonna make my money. That's my favorite trade. You know, stock doesn't have to move at all. It could stay right where it is, and I'll still make that uh, 30, 40% on that one position, which is kind of cool. But, you know, as many times as it goes right, once or twice, it, it goes wrong. You know, so it doesn't, it's not perfect all the time, but the numbers work. You know, so they, <clears throat> it works more often than it doesn't. And when times it doesn't, it still offsets it way much better than the other one. All right. That is it, my friends. It is uh, 3.34. There's not really much to go uh, and look at. I mean, because all the positions are basically taken care of themselves. Bank Mellon, we collect a premium. We're going to carry it to next week. British Petroleum. Wait a second. We collected the, the dividends, too. Cool. All right. Let's recap again before I sign out. Okay. BK, Bank Mellon. We collected the premium this week, and we collected the dividend. British Petroleum. Again, we collected the dividend, and we collected the premium. Lowe's, we only collected the premium, which is good. Uh, Morgan Stanley, we collected the premium premium on that one. And we're going to carry all four of those into next week because we're not being bought out unless something really interesting happens in the next couple of minutes, which, well, yeah, the next however long, which I seriously doubt. But it could happen. It could. But anyway, I'm going to sign off now because everything looks good. Everything looks happy. Low disk space, get out of here. All right. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader. Oh, by the way, I will uh, let you know what the return for the week was um, after settlement tomorrow. So I'll have a better idea. But I'm pretty sure we're way over 1% this week again. And you know what? Even if I was wrong... I wouldn't mind holding these five companies all year until they did go back to where I want them to be. So it's just a little game I play while the uh, stocks are doing what I want them to do. With that being said, I'll catch you guys um, either tomorrow or Monday. I'm not quite sure if I want to do this the Saturday mornings and you know wrap-ups on, on what happened because I don't know if I want to do it. Let me know. All right, talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye. Hello again. Just wanted to recheck back in. I was doing a little bit of math, whipped up the old calculator, and I went back through all the trades for the week. So I'll just do a quick little rundown. <clears throat> now, remember last week I got put the stock from Intel, INTC. I believe Monday I let you guys know that I had a margin call margin call basically I own more than I'm supposed to so I had to sell something right away and hopefully not incur a loss it just so happens that I happened to buy a thousand shares of or should I say I'd been put a thousand shares of INTC but interesting thing is I take position of a thousand shares now I owe my broker a huge chunk of change, which I don't have. Well, I, I could transfer, but that's not the point. The point is to make do with what is here, okay? So 
I get what's called a margin call. Now I can either dump more cash into it or I have to sell that position. Funny thing is I got ended up buying it at 4650 and I ended up selling it for 4662 which was a 12 cent profit. Not that that's huge, but I get rid of the margin call and I make a little bit of money off of it. There you go. So it was only 120 bucks, but if I add that to this week's total, we got 480 out of Lowe's, we got 620 out of um, Morgan Stanley, uh, 125 out of uh, Bank Mellon, 10 bucks out of British Petroleum, and then that um, that spread trade from from Exxon Mobil, 270, not bad. So that brings up to 1625 for the week. That's 1.625%. That's uh, not bad. And again, remember, it's, it's not great. I mean, if you really want to do great, you might as well go somewhere else because that's not what I'm into. I'm into safe, secure, um, and profitable trades. And I only do the top stocks that have increased their dividend payments to their shareholders because... Absolute worst case scenario, if everything went down, I mean, dropped down to a point where I'm like really hurting, can't sell anything, I'll still be collecting the dividends. Okay, so, and these are all great companies. So, that being said, let's keep the money rolling, keep it working, and I'll see you guys on Monday. Hello again, just wanted to recheck back in. I was doing a little bit of math, whipped up the old calculator, and I went back through all the trades for the week. So I'll just go a quick little rundown. <clears throat> now remember last week I got put the stock from Intel, INTC. I believe Monday I let you guys know that I had a margin call. Margin call basically I own more than I'm supposed to. So I had to sell something right away and hopefully not incur a loss. It just so happens that I happened to buy a thousand shares of, or should I say, I'd been put a thousand shares of INTC. But, interesting thing, is I take possession of a thousand shares. Now, I owe my broker a huge chunk of change, which I don't have. Well, I, I could transfer, but that's not the point. The point is to make do with what is here okay so i get what's called a margin call now i can either dump more cash into it or i have to sell that position funny thing is i got ended up buying it at 46.50 and i ended up selling it for 46.62 which was a 12 cent profit not that that's huge but I get rid of the margin call and I make a little bit of money off of it. There you go. So it was only 120 bucks, but if I add that to this week's total, we got 480 out of Lowe's, we got 620 out of um, Morgan Stanley, uh, 125 out of uh, Bank Mellon, 10 bucks out of British Petroleum, and then that um, that spread trade from from. ExxonMobil, 270. Not bad. 
So that brings up to 16.25 for the week. That's 1.625%. That's uh, not bad. And again, remember, it's, it's not great. I mean, if you really wanted to do great, you might as well go somewhere else because that's not what I'm into. I'm into safe, secure, um, and profitable trades. And I only do the top stocks that have increased their dividend payments to their shareholders because absolute worst case scenario, if everything went down, I mean, dropped down to a point where I'm like really hurting, can't sell anything, I'll still be collecting the dividends. Okay, so, and these are all great companies. So, that being said, let's keep their money rolling, keep it working, and I'll see you guys on Monday. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader. Another month has gone by and another month has begun. It is Monday, May 2nd. Oh my goodness, we are the second month of the second quarter. Let's jump on in, see where we are, see where we're going, and see what's up. Here at Dividend Stock Talk, we look to invest in dividend stocks that uh, will give us a safe, predictable, and consistent 1% return on our invested capital. Per week, that is. All right, so we got four positions that we carried from last week, so let's see where they are, let's see where we're going, and let's see what's up. First on our list is Bank Mellon, BK. Now, considering we already own Bank Mellon, let's just go over the last 30 days. Uh, let's go over the whole thing. Why not? Bank Mellon started out the year at 50.26. Went sideways for a bit. Shot up. Gave us a double high once in mid-January and again in mid-February. Right around the 63, 64.63 area. 63, 64.50, somewhere in that area. And we have a low of the year, and that was Friday. And the low was 41.96. Now, we got BK at 48.34 and sitting at 32.88 at this moment in time. Let's quickly take a look at the seasonality to find out where this thing normally goes this time of year. Now, seasonality, for those of you who don't know, is uh, a one-year calendar from January to December, January 1st, December 31st. And it gives us an average of how the stock moves during that time frame. Okay, and it's 10 years worth of data piled up on top of each other. So BK, seasonality-wise, looks like she's going to go sideways for the next week or so, and that's perfectly fine by me. Sideways is a good thing. Now, that's how she normally goes. Is that what she's going to be doing? I don't know. And another question is, is this 42 uh, low, is that the support? Is that our new support number? That being said, we have an update today. She opened up at 42.37, and then she's sitting at 42.76 at this moment in time. So let's see what we can do. So let's see if we can trade some BK. We got 500 shares at uh, 48. And we're sitting at 42.75 at the moment. 
Um, we could do the 44.50s for 20 cents a share or the 44s at 30 cents a share. So we're going to do the uh, 42.50s. Uh, and we only have 500 shares, so we can only five, sell five contracts. So I'm going to sell five contracts. It's only going to give me back 100 bucks. That's about it. Um, so we're going to sell five contracts, the 44 and a half, the 20 cents a share. Bring us 100 bucks. Why not? That'll work. Um, next on the list is BP British Petroleum. Okay. All right, so that just got filled at 20. Uh, and now we're at British Petroleum. British Petroleum. Hmm. Now, we got British Petroleum at 31.32. They started out the year last year at 24.38 and quickly found the low at 22.67. That was towards the end of July. Okay. Towards the end of July, she hit that low. And the high of the year was um, 34.16, and that was mid-February. From there, now this looks kind of interesting. For the last 30 days, we've seen a high at uh, 31.75 and a low last week at 27.93. The neat thing about that is we have a gap right here on the 22nd, which was... a week a little over a week ago she gapped down twice on the 21st she closed at uh 3081 next day she opens up at 3051 and closes at uh 2988 and then on the 25th she opens up at 2881 and closes at 2873 so she got down a little bit lower making the low of the year at uh, 2793 she's basically going sideways at the moment this could be new support we don't know yet she's sitting at 2832 at the moment where do we expect british petroleum to head at this moment in time let's take a quick look seasonality for british petroleum again sideways and i really don't mind sideways markets because allows me to uh do covered calls spreads stuff like that stuff that doesn't require the stock to move a lot okay so we're sitting at the bid of 28.27 and the ask of 28 28 20, a one cent spread so if we were going to buy just the covered call at the 28 that's strange because right now i'm waiting for data because i'm not i don't have any numbers yeah they're popping up Okay, so we're going to buy it at the money at 28.34. We could sell the 28.50 and get 71 cents a share. Because I really wouldn't do the 28 exactly because you got to subtract the 33, the 28.33, which is the 33 cents over, from the 97 cent premium that you're going to collect. And then you're only collecting 60 cents somewhere in that area. But if you go up one strike to the 28.50, you're collecting the 71 cent premium and you get to collect the difference between the purchase price of 28.33 and the possible sale price of 28.50. I would like to do that one myself. But considering I don't have the 
opportunity to do that. We're going to sell the 30. And we have 100 of these. Not a whole heck of a lot of money that's going to bring me. So I'm going to sell one British Petroleum at the money to open. Um, it's not going to give me much to work with. Alright, Lowe's is next on the list. We have 400 shares of Lowe's. We got this back in January, and every week I've collected a premium. Um, and I collected the dividends twice on Lowe's, so that's a good thing. Okay, Lowe started out a year ago today at 199.18. By mid-August, found its bottom at 181. And it found its high of the year mid-December at 263.33. We're sitting at 202 at this moment in time. And it looks as if the 194, 195 is a support. So, where can we expect Lowe's to go next? Let's take a quick look at the seasonality for Lowe's. A nice little slow, slow uptrend for the next couple of days. I like that. Now, is that guaranteed? No, it's not. She's at the 202 at the moment. So let's say we see what we can get. The bid is 20203 and the ask is 20209. Okay, so that's not a huge spread. Uh, we could probably do the two tens again. And we only have four. Huh. All right, at 117. Okay, so we're going to sell four lows, 100. Those are the weeklies. 6 May 22. The 210 call at 117. So that give me around 450. Plus 100 I got, that's 550. Ooh, boy, Morgan Stanley better bring this up. MS is next on the list. And that is uh, Morgan Stanley. Okay, so Morgan Stanley, we got 600 shares at 85.32. All right, so far we've only brought in like 550 bucks, but we got 600 shares here. So we've got to bring in at least another 400 and something. 500 would be better, but is what it is. All right, we started out a year ago with Morgan Stanley at 8278. Um, didn't take long to jump up to a trading range between 95 and 105 and stayed there for like seven months, reaching a high of the year at 109.73. Now from there, she drops all the way down to what looks like the low of the year, and that is today. The low of the year, the past 52 weeks, the low of the year is today, 80.06. Now remember, we got this thing at 85. So let's check out 
seasonality, see where this thing might be going. little bit sideways but it's slight tip to the upside okay so I can deal with that one I like that that works for me um, okay so the trade grid from Morgan Stanley looks a little bit like this the bid is 8133 and the ask is 8136 well looks like I'm gonna do the 84s I got six contracts, right? Yep. All right, so we're gonna sell six contracts of MS 100s. Those are the weeklies. Six May 22, that's this Friday. The 84 call, that's 63 cents a share, limit order to open. Now. That's going to bring me 378, just a little bit under 400, and that brings me just shy of uh, oh, 1,000 bucks. I got to fill it 75. Okay, so 75 is better. Okay, so 75 times 6, 3, oh, wow. I don't even know. Wow, I'm going to have to. Uh, Do it this way. Four hundred and fifty. So that does bring us up over our uh, what do you call it? Over our goal. So we just met the goal. That's it. And I got nothing left to play with. I got three hundred eighty-nine bucks. I made my thousand bucks. Well, I still have two orders that are open. The Lowe's and the British Petroleum. Those ones are open. So those are the four positions I have. Those are the trades I made off of these. Now, um, I have no desire to sell any, any of them. Well, look at that one. British Petroleum just filled. Okay, so I like that. Uh, so I only have one left to go. And let's see how that's going to work. But while we're doing that, let's jump on in and see what other trades coming up. For those of you who have more money than I've got. Um... May. Alrighty, so we're gonna look first at the dividend kings. Those always first on the list. Okay, so we're looking at the week of the sixteenth, seventeenth, eighteenth, nineteenth, and twentieth. Ooh, we got some good ones. BKH, Target, and 3M. So let's quickly take a look at those and see what those are look like. Now remember, these companies are dividend kinks. They've increased their dividend payments to their shareholders for a minimum of 50 years. I mean, every year, they increase it. So any one of these stocks, it's, it's kind of like a no-brainer. It's like, I don't have to do the research to find out what the heck's going on in the company. Because I'm buying... A long-term stock. A long-term stock is one that you just buy and you just hold on to it for a very long time. But I'm trading with it. So I'm actually making money off of it on a weekly basis. But worst case scenario, if I have to hold it for a long time, I'll get to collect the dividends and still write covered calls against it. 
So first on the list is BKH. BKH. Now, BKH started out the year last year. It's 69.04. By the end of September, found its bottom at 62.80. And just recently, uh, two, two weeks ago, found its high at 80.95. Now, from there, it's been nothing but down. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight down days and one up day. So I always say never fight the trend. So this thing is trending to the downside. We have to wait for it to get some support down the 73 area, find its bottom and stabilize it before I jump in. Or, But for those who want to just jump on in because it is a dividend king, seasonality for this bad boy is a little down for couple of days is basically to go sideways is what it is this okay tgt target oh wait a second let's jump in and see what kind of trades we can find for bkh bkh in the trade grid is that Black Hills Corporation. That is a monthly optional stock, so I'm going to just pass on that one. TGT Target started out the year last year at 211.03. And this is pretty close to a double high, as I can see. Um, we hit it once at 811, mid August, um, 230.50. Um, and then again in mid November at 230. 40. Okay, so $230.50 in August and $230.55 in November. From there, she falls down to her bottom, which is the bottom of the year at 184. From there, she gaps up, goes sideways. We got a 30 day high at 254, 30 day low at 206. She's sitting at 230 at this moment in time. Where is she going to go in the next couple of weeks? Anyone's guess, but seasonality speaking, she's going to go sideways. Basically going to go nowhere. So that being said, let's look at a good spread for Target. Okay, TGT, TGT into the trade grid. The bid is 230.18 and the ask is 230.40. That's a big spread if you think about it. All right, so the 2.30, if we were going to do the covered call on this 2.30, that's a nice number. So you buy it at the money at $2, and you can sell someone the option of buying it from you at $230 for, you ready for this? $4.25. I mean, that is more than your 1%. You're just giving someone the option of buying it from you for the exact same money you paid for it. And if they don't, you collect the premium and you get to collect the dividends. But hey, if they buy it from you, you made over 1% return for the week. And that's what our goal is here. So let's jump in and see who is next. Triple M. Gotta love Triple M. 
All right, so Triple M started up the year at 198.34, quickly found its high of the year at 203.86, drops down to the 200 area, goes sideways all the way up until mid, uh, end of August, and then it just keeps on falling until we hit the bottom, and the low of the year is 139.74. Okay, she stays in this trading range between 143 and 151. And it just goes sideways all the way up to where we are today. Okay, the last 30 days we've seen a high of 153.26 and a low at 142.87. Okay. We're sitting at 145, sorry, 146 at the moment. Let's take a look at the seasonality, see where this thing's going. Or where it could be going, or where it normally goes. Now, when I say that, it's just what it's done over the past 10 years and what it normally does because I really can't see 3M as, as being, you know, a moving or shaker, making all kinds of new products. Okay, so they're going sideways with a slight down, a very, very slight downward tilt to it. So it doesn't look that bad. Common call would work good or even a div cap play would work good too. So we're sitting at 146.34 and let's throw it into the trade grid and see what numbers we're looking at. Okay, so the bid is 146.38, and the ask is 146.47. So that's pretty close. Not really that tight, but close enough. All right, so if we're gonna do just a plank govern call at 146, the 146 is going for 220 at this moment. Yeah, it's a little over your 1%, but uh, I'm waiting for the 147 numbers to come up. They're just not available. There we go. 169. Okay, so if we we're going to buy the 146 and sell it, our, our sale price, would our effective sale price would be what the premium is, 221, plus the strike price, 146. So that would be 148.21. Now, if we were going to do the 147s, we add the premium, which is 169, to the 147, we get 148.69. So the 147 seems to be the better number because you're still getting your 1%, plus you'd be getting the difference between the purchase price and the sale price, which would be the strike price, 147. But the stock would have to go up to hit the 147 or more in order, in order to, uh, to be called out and to get that type of return. Okay, so let's uh, back to the market watch. Those are those three. There's only three dividend kings this week. Um, let's take a look at Warren Buffett's list and we have one, two, three, four on Warren Buffett's list. I'm gonna take a quick break. I'm gonna take care of this tomorrow. So with that being said, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk. Talk to you guys tomorrow where we're gonna take a look at Warren Buffett's list. Have a great day.